The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Yes, sir. We are back after a day off. This early in the season? Really? All right. We're low managing around here. But this is the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm supposed to get on Podcast Network. No me, no the voice of the guy. It's me, really real. Villain Real to Ralph from Junior here at your service. <laughs> Whoa. That was a good one. <laughs> We got him. We got him. Last episode was up and down for me. Scott wasn't here, so Scott doesn't matter. But I missed a lot. Really bummed about Orlando losing that game, by the way. Like, super bummed about that. Like, I'm really, really in my feelings about that. They were clearly the better team. Really sad that they blew that. However, we got him. Celtics, the last unbeaten team in the league, has fallen by the hands of the one Minnesota Timberwolves of all people. Scott Studio Rochelle, everybody. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Minnesota. Minnesota got me a money line win against the Celtics. What? There's actually one thing I was going to say. The line for that game going in was extremely short, so I actually thought Minnesota was pretty live to win that one. I didn't think they were going to win once it went to overtime, but Edwards took over and they won the game. Uh, nice job by Minnesota. They've been good. Oh. Simply put, solid defensive team. I believe they're the best defensive team in the league, I think. Gobert looks back into four. McDaniels is very good defensively when healthy. Connolly's been good, and Edwards took care of the scoring. But Minnesota's got themselves a nice team so far this season. Overall, happy to be back, though. Happy to get more NBA games. Pretty weird off day yesterday. I spent my time watching hockey and Maction. And all three Mac games were close, so I watched the football, which was nice. But it's nice to have a 14-game slate for Wednesday. Man, chat is booming to start us off. Boy, we got oh, they say they need the mansion back. I can't, I can't bring the mansion back. That can that can happen. We might we might do that for a couple of plays. Uh Luis is in the chat. Magic did blow it, but they covered the first half. Orlando Magic, seven and zero to the first half number. This season, seven and zero to the first half number. I I should have played the first half, man. I think Moonoff told me to do that too. I should have did it. Uh, shout out to the T Wolves showing up against Top Comp. I mean, before we get into this, real quick, the Timberwolves might be good. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. The, the, the Timberwolves might really be good. We were really. Hey, do you know how much it pained me to take the time? Wolves in that spot, but it just I just knew they were gonna win the game. And what's crazy is I almost hit a freaking fade the Celtics SGP that tweeted out. Unfortunately, Reed had 14 points in the beginning of the fourth quarter, did not score another point after that in the fourth quarter or overtime. That was heavy on the heart, heavy on the mind on that one, because that was a 23 to 1, 24 to 1, something like that. But Minnesota, I'm, I'm 
I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Cat makes me not there, but I'm almost there, Minnesota. Well, I know Ruby that kind of makes me not there too. During the off season, Munaf and I both gave out Finch to win Coach of the Year at about twenty to one, twenty five to one. Really? So Munaf and I were actually somewhat high on Minnesota. I like their win total over. I thought once again it would take a little while for them to get going after Cat missed about I don't know seventy percent of the year last year. I'm still not a Cat fan for the record, but Gobert's returned to form. He's so good though. He's but it's like he's so good. It's just his <laughs> the mindset, and it's like yeah. he doesn't know how good he is. Like he doesn't know how good he is. I will no, say that that's Kat really is what like- it bothers me about Cat is that he's got the talent. He just mentally falls short on several oh, occasions, which gosh. is why I think they're going to lose in the playoffs. But for a regular season team. No, they're going to be the best defense in the league. So I I think that That they have a great chance to not win 50. I'll give them like 47, 48. I can see them winning around there. And they're going to be good. Oh, no, it's not hard to win 50 games nowadays. And the West is kind of difficult, but still. Yeah, it's a lot of bad teams in the league. All right, let's go ahead and get into this 14-game slate because I'm trying to keep people here all day. First game on the docket for me, I have the Washington Wizards. On the road going to Charlotte, just not too far away from me, actually. Might hmm, maybe I will slide. It's a fun game to go to. Totals two fifty and a half. I might, I might, I might have to hit somebody up, see what I can do. Minus two and a half for the Charlotte Hornets, two thirty-nine and a half is the total. That actually came down a tick. Looky here at the injury report for both of these teams, and I have for the Washington Wizards, nothing to report. Charlotte, everything to report. You got Terry Rozier out with a groin injury. You know, Miles Bridges isn't playing. And then you got a couple of role players in uh, Frank Nikila. I don't even remember how to say his name. I really hate that guy, actually. Knicks. James Booknight and Cody Martin all on IR. Looks like they're going to be starting LaMelo, Brandon Miller, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington, Mark Williams. I actually kind of like that five. <laughs> that should be their five. Like right well, Mark now. Williams, I, I think, like is a very five. underrated center. And yeah, if you actually look at like player value calculators, he's actually one of the most valuable players in the league. Charlotte's yeah, on-off numbers with Williams are actually kind of nuts. <laughs> they're so bad when he's not on the floor. really? Yeah, they're really bad when he's off the floor. Williams, I don't want to say he's the glue to that team, but on-off numbers, if you believe in that, Williams has been very valuable to that team. So, dog, how are we late to and a half with Charlotte? <laughs> I'm not taking the Wizards. What? How do you, how do you bet on the Wizards? Wait, we're laying points with Charlotte. Look, I, I like the over. I never said I'm gonna come. I never said I'm gonna confidently lay points with anybody here. How am I taking the under? These are two <laughs> yeah, of the no. worst defenses. I don't know league. how this. I don't know how this went down. The no Wizards, down. just for reference here, are allowing about 128 points per game. They've played four road games. Do you want to guess how many points they're allowing per road game? Wait, so what was the first number? Uh, 128, and basically, is what they're averaging. What they're allowing game. for every game. Let's go 130. 135. <laughs> they're allowing 135 points per road game. Give me the over. G- give me the over. Uh, Wizards rank first in pace. The Hornets rank fourth in pace. So a lot of people are going to be on LaMelo triple-double because he had one last game. Rozier's yep. out. Bunch of yep. points to be had. Yep. Give me the Hornets to just have a great offensive game. I think the Wizards have a good offensive game, too. Bet the over, make some jokes, watch the game break 260. That's kind of my plan for this game. 
Uh, we have, I have to pick a side, though. I'll go with the Hornets if I'm picking a side. The Wizards are actually one of the worst uh, beginning of a season teams I've ever seen. They're not as bad <laughs> as the Hinky Sixers. Those were all those were all time tanking teams. Those were intentionally bad. The Wizards are up there. This is one of the worst defensive units I've ever seen. And in terms of duos, Kuzma and Poole together have the worst defensive rating by a country mile as a duo. They can't stop anybody. Give me the Hornets. Oh, man. All right. And uh, the Wizards have won four of the last five. I'm the Wizards. Uh, that's the only reason I'm going to take the Wizards. They won four of the last five. I'm going to keep them, keep the good times rolling with the Wizards. But, yeah, we're lockstep on the over. We have to bet this. We have to bet this over. Because yeah. if this game goes to 250 and you're not on the over, you're really going to kick yourself. You can take an alt line here. Would I be shocked if one of these teams reached 140? I've seen stranger things in the NBA. Yeah, man. It, yeah, this is like 300 points in this game. You're going to be so kidding yourself if you didn't yeah. take it over. Take, consider right. an alt line if you wanted. I can see each team reaching 125 in the spot. Who you? Who? All right, we're both on the over. Who are you buying for points real quick on the prop section? Uh, for for well, I think Lamelo triple doubles live, but I think the rebounds are not going to be there. So I like Lamelo yeah. assists personally. I think he's going to have a good game. I think Mark Williams should have a good game as well. I think Hayward's sneaky because we know how good Charlotte is when he's actually on the court compared to when he's off the court. But mm. I think Hayward could be in line for a good game too. The Wizards are an absolute crapshoot, but I think Kuzma's got a good game. Poole's going to chuck it. So if you think Poole actually hits some shots, I don't mind Poole threes because the volume's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Miller I'm tempted by but I kind of want to see more he's been a little bit too hit or miss for me as a rookie to actually back his props yep. but once again I just see a bunch of star power or quote star power jacking up a lot of shots you want points yeah, maybe so, TJ Washington so it's I'm not gonna look just this <laughs> guy you said so many people I didn't expect you to say all those people oh, but I mean I got points. 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 120, so I mentioned half the starting lineup yeah, all right. I'm rolling with P.J. Washington over 17 and a half. Ladder him up. I think he has a great day. I, I literally have no idea who's stopping him on the inside. And he's he's very, very aggressive. That's what I like. I want the most aggressive person on Charlotte. And I think that's probably P.J. Washington or Lamelo. So I'll take P.J. Washington. And then let me get for the Wizards. Sneaky, Ty Jones over 11 and a half. It just feels like this Wizards team and Steve Clifford think that they know defense and they think that they can go out there and put a good defensive scheme together and they can't they're gonna take, try to take away everybody else but Tyus Jones Tyus Jones over 11 and a half like that all right before we get into the rest of the slate I talk to you about bet 365 or rocky by bet365 the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players I've been using bet365 in Virginia and it, I really like that they have the player milestones, so I can go out there. I can build my ladders. I can parlay my ladders. I can do all of that. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365 because you're going to get a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Make sure you tap into our NFL breakdown for the Thursday night football game. We got an ugly one this week, but make sure you tune in for that breakdown. We're doing that next, right after this goes off the air on the NFL Gambling Podcast. But – Look, looky here. If your team goes up 17 points on Bet365, they're going to give you an early payout. Sign today, choose from two bonus offers, either 1000 or first bet safety net, or you can get bet $5. Get 150 in bonus bets. 
So it, it doesn't matter. You want to you go for the big fish and you want to put 1K down and, hey, maybe it hits. Or you can do bet five, get 150. You can do either one. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Come gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Here at Underdog Fantasy, they, they have all of the ways to play your favorite fantasy players in NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, college basketball. What? What? Drew Pember from UNC Asheville points over all season. Absolutely. That guy's still in Except college. Pick high. That guy's been in yeah, college for is. like ten years. He's still there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Don't you love COVID and getting that extra year? Yeah. Like six, seven year, eight year seniors out. I thought Baycott was still in North Carolina, and I'm like, don't shouldn't you have a job at this point? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, man. Hey, hey, Baycott rebounds over all season. Do that as well. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats. Higher on Baycott rebounds. Higher on Pember points. And look, so just watch along. Make your picks, and we're gonna go out in our dog lineup. You know how we do. We're gonna get out under dog lineup at the show. So sign up with promo code SGP, and, and underdog will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. It's underdog fantasy promo code SGP. All right. Next game on the docket, we have what are we doing? The Utah Jazz traveling to Indiana to play Indiana Pacers. Pacers are laying six and a half. 241 and a half is the total. All these lines are by Bet365, by the way. Injury report here. Two teams. We have nothing for the Indiana Pacers. And we have Walker Kessler, who was questionable with an elbow. Keontae George, probable with a foot. Other than that, I have nothing else. Scott, we have two teams that also do not play defense with an extremely high total. And a side that you probably don't want to play. I just want to know how any game on the slate today has a higher total than Wizards Hornets. That's really the only <laughs> yeah, thing I, I mean, want to know. I don't know. I don't know. The, the numbers for the, the what is it? The Jazz. The Pacers numbers are Pacers. crazy. I'm not going to once again tell you that either of these teams play defense, but the Wizards are historically bad defensively. So I'm shocked that this number was the highest total as opposed to the Wizards Hornets Hornets game. So we look at here, we have the Wizards giving up 128.7 points per game. That's 30th in the NBA. Hornets giving up 121.7. That's 27th in the NBA. And then in this game, we have the Pacers who are giving up 121.7. I think there's like an extra decimal point or something there because they're 28th in the NBA. And the Jazz who are giving up 126, no, 120.126 in the NBA. <gasps> 28, 26 in this game, 27, and 30 in the other game. This is insane. I think I just prefer Pacers team total over. I mean, the argument is, once again, Utah is not a very good team. Indiana's fine. They don't guard anybody. They scored 152 last game against San Antonio, which is nuts. Uh, lost their other home game to Charlotte, uh, where I forgot the exact numbers. Halliburton had like 43 and 10. But it, nobody cares because Lonzo, not Lonzo, sorry, Lamelo clamped them on the last possession. But that game had one <laughs> at uh, 249. I think for this one, I am going to lean to Pacers team total over because I really think they break 130. Like, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Utah, I'm not sure how they're going to look offensively on the road. Indiana's not a good defensive team. I'm not going to tell you that they are, but I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go with the Pacers team total over. I see them cruising into 130 in this game. So give me the Pacers team total over. 
I laid a big number of paces against the Spurs, and it worked out for me. Like, it wasn't by sweat at all whatsoever. Uh, I mean, Utah's two and six. This team sucks. You hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. On the road. And it's like I want them to be competitive, but they're really not. Like, they just got smacked by the Bulls on the road. And, I mean, the Bulls didn't cover anybody as a favorite at home. They gave up 130 to Chicago. They can't yeah, stop they can't, Chicago's can't score. No way. Yeah, I'm taking Indiana. Give me Indiana minus six and a half. And I'm with you on Indiana same total over. You sold me there. They gave up even with Utah, Chicago, by the way, Chicago being competitive. Last year, they were competitive at home. They were still awful on the road, just to be clear. Mm. They've not been good on the road for years. So I'll go with the Pacers team total over in this one. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> Did anybody see my chair just like go down? That was funny. All right. I mean, Halley assists. Yeah. Unless you're worried about a blowout because he only had five assists against San Antonio because he played like 20 minutes. No, but this is how I'm going to get across to that. I'm going to play them hardest this too. Okay. I'm going to play both. I mean, I'm expecting like 130 points in here. Both of them can get over their assist totals. And if it's a blowout, them this is going to hit and cash nicely. I, I've actually kind of sold myself on playing them hard assists a lot more this season, especially in games that I think they're going to score 130 points. So, yeah, I'm sold. I'm Nemhard assist, Tally assist. Uh, I, I don't really want to play with the scorers too much. For Utah, though, I think Martin is a good game. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah, he's kind he of that tweener points. that Indiana has a hard time actually stopping. No offense mm-hmm. to Obi Toppin, but I was never a fan of his defensive skills. So I think you're looking at <laughs> probably Markin and having a big game for Utah. Is it, is it, before we go, is Indiana for real? Like, are they just going to be okay? Like, is that for a 500 real is in team? what? A playoff a 500 team? team? Yeah, a playoff team. Are they a playoff team? I think they're a play-in team. I think they're going to get yeah. smacked in the play-in tournament. Yeah, I, yeah, because you can't. I can't take them seriously points. if you're allowing 120 plus points per game. That's why I think you're going to get that's killed. Why I think they're that. actually bad. I'm actually concerned that they just won four games, but they're actually really bad too. It reminds me of the Borregos Hornets teams with Lamelo. They made the play-in back-to-back years. They lost by 30 in both games because they were just handing out 130. They can't stop anybody. Yeah. It's the same thing as that Hornets team from a couple of years ago. All right, Boston Celtics on the road into Philadelphia to play Philadelphia 76ers. Celtics are open up lane one. They're now lane two, probably because they took that L to the Timberwolves on Monday. 227 is the total here. That's come down from 228. Injury report here for these two teams, and I see for the Boston Celtics that Derek White is probable, and we have nothing on the injury report for the 76ers. I mean, you got Boston coming off a loss. For those people that bet Boston, you should feel pretty okay about that, I guess. Scott? I'm going to go with Boston here. No offense to uh, the Sixers. I actually have been impressed with how they played this season. I would vote for Nick Nurse to win Coach of the Year if I had a vote right now. But I think Boston's the better team. I don't think that's really a debate at this point. I just think they have a better supporting cast. Embiid recently has had good numbers against the Celtics, which might sound like that's expected because Embiid, we know, just won the MVP award. Historically, Boston did a pretty good job stopping him. Last year, not the case. The last two meetings, he had 52-13 and 13 and 41-12. and 12. So we'll see what they do defensively, but I think Boston bounces back. Philly, don't get me wrong, once again, they have been good this season. But I'm trying to look at who they've actually beaten with a five as a they have a five and one record. 
Have they beaten many good teams at this point? They uh, lost Milwaukee, beat Toronto, okay. beat Portland, beat Toronto, beat Phoenix, but everybody didn't play besides Durant, and they beat Washington. If you think Toronto's so. not a playoff team, then they've beaten one playoff team all year, missing Booker and Beal. They haven't played anybody. So I think if I'm looking at this actual record, I think it's more of a fugazi to me. I'm going to go with the uh, Celtics. I'm going to go with the minus two and a half. Philly, I think, is good, but I don't think they're great. And I think that their record's a bit padded. So I'm going to go with Boston in the spot. The greatest equalizer in betting for playing terrible opponents is the spread. And oh my gosh, Scott. Yeah, Philly's Philly is six and zero against the spread this season, Scott. Six know, Nick, and zero. It's really crazy when you watch Doc Rivers <laughs> coach a team, and then Nick Nurse takes over the same team without James and Harden. Six and, and you're like, oh, Nick Nurse six is actually crazy. Like, yeah, no, Nick Nurse has done a great job with that team. Come on, Scott. We can't feed six and zero against the spread, man. We got to ride the wave for as long as it goes. As long as it goes, man. No, for really for what it is for me is I think that both of these two teams are pretty solid defensive teams, but I really like I'm really intrigued with this supporting cast for the 76ers and what Nurse is doing with them. And being able to even though it may not be everybody every single night, he gets a different supporting cast member to step up night in, night out, night in, night out. And I mean Kelly Oubre's gonna have a, a lot good of a year, a really good year. D'Anthony Melton, I think, is gonna have a good year. Tobias Harris, I think he's gonna build on that, you know, contract that he probably doesn't deserve and have pretty solid years. Like everybody outside of Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, I think is gonna be able to contribute the this season. And that's why I think that they have a little bit better of a supporting cast. Like I think that it is on par. And this series should probably be a lot closer than it's been in the past. I know the Celtics have had a few games where they've been dominant against this team. Well, I'm going to take 77, but I think we'd agree if Missoula was competent, they should have won in like five. Yeah, no, it's really, and that's really what it is for me. Like that was the thing. I mean, I wasn't going to take Boston no matter what you knew that. Yeah, I wasn't it worked out Boston for you. No I mean, it but went worked out for me because now, oh yeah, that worked out for me because they gave plus two and a half on the sprint. Yeah. <laughs> ladder plus two and a half, ladder plus one and a half. I almost got the money line in that series. It was a lot. The Celtics made me so much money in the playoffs last year. Shout out to the Celtics. I love the Celtics. Yeah, I'm taking the 76ers. Plus two. Sprinkle on the money line, for sure. I'm taking the 76ers in this spot. There's no way. But I'm not betting them. So far, I want to know betting Boston. Not actually betting the 76ers in this game. Total's at 227. I kind of like the under in this game. That's you mentioned I, both I teams everybody's going defensively. Over. But even just based on the rivalry they have against each other and the usual physicality that we see, I just see these teams beating the hell out of each other. I'm going to go with the who is the Who is the referee in this game? That's a great question. We haven't done a ref report in a while. Yeah. I don't know Pull if we up. should do it for this episode because we have 14 games, but at some no, point we, we have to no. ref reports. Yeah, 14 games, I'm not going to do a ref report, but I am curious really quickly. I'm going to look up the assignments. Who is, yeah, I was trying to use really- RotoWire. They don't have it listed, so let me see if they have it announced on the NBA website. Uh, they do. They got it. Uh, James okay. Williams, Lauren Holtkamp, and Dedrick Taylor. That doesn't sound familiar. Nothing like that sounds familiar. That this is going to be anything. I mean, it's, it's a, such a small right. sample size, anyway. Do you believe in using yeah. last year's? But, but you know, we don't even like if I heard Scott Fox 
roster, if I heard, you know, like some of the big names, but this doesn't sound like it's going to do anything. So we're going to leave it be right now. We're not going to play a game. But Foster is in Charlotte. I might have to go to Charlotte, man. <laughs> I might have to go to the game in Charlotte. Scott Foster is in Charlotte tonight. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, By the way, for the Bob, crew no. chief, I pulled that up. Crew chief is James Williams. Last year, uh, the average total was two twenty five point two. Okay. I don't have over under numbers. That's all I got. So we'll go with that. Uh, well, James Williams in what was last year? Twenty twenty. 22, 23? Yeah, there we go. He was over under 39, 36 to the over, so slightly over. From what I see, though, there is a slight bias with him against the road teams because uh, road teams had 51% of the foul calls and home teams had about 49, 48.7%. So that actually does suit Philly. It's on a big margin, but apparently calls more fouls on road teams. One of those shows is giving you a ref report like this, man. All right, real quick on player props. What you what you like? Even though I'm leading the Boston, I am picking Embiid to go for 30 and change. He had 48 last game. I had mm. some – I don't want to say I had a ladder on Embiid, but I had him 35 at like 230, which worked out well for me. Mm. Yeah, I didn't think Washington could guard him. Boston is interesting because I'm not sure if Porzingis – his length, once again, is one thing, but he's not as big and strong as Embiid. And Embiid has kind of operated more out of the post. He's been more of an actual kind of uh, in the triple threat position, which has worked out well for this team. I think Embiid has a good game. I think he's going to have a 30-plus mm-hmm. point game, so I am going to lead to his overs. With that going over, that is correlated to Maxi assists, so I am going to take Maxi assists as well. I think Tatum has a game today. I think he's going to show up and play well against Philly. I'm trying to think of any supporting cast members that I wanted. Ubre, honestly, I can see struggling against Boston's defense, but we'll see how he does. I think Derek White's going to play well. I'll go with Derek White. He just had a kid. He has the dad strength. I'll go with Derek White to have a big game. All right. I actually went over Ubre 16 and a half. He's got this number in three of the last five. He's played. Oh, he's been Celtics. great this year. He's been great. Yeah. No, but I mean, three of the last five versus the Celtics just oh. alone, he's gotten over this number. Okay. And so when you sit there and you think about it, it kind of makes sense when you look at the assignments. 100% Drew is going to be on Tyrese, and 100% Tatum's probably going to be on Tobias Harris. But I did say they might switch there, and you might have something like that if Ubre starts getting too hot. But – I'm with Kelly Oubre there. I just think that he's probably going to have either Jalen Brown, which I'm fine with, or Derek White, who's too small. So I will take Kelly Oubre over 16.5 right there. I like Embiid over rebounds, 11.5. He's got three in the last four versus the Celtics in the regular season. And to just close this out, information for those people that do bet Boston Celtics basketball and you trust them in that aspect, they are 5-0-1 in the first half ATS this season. So if I if I said the stat for Philly, I gotta say it for the Celtics five zero and one in the first half ATS this season. However, the Sixers five and one in the third quarter might be a live bet opportunity there. All right, before we get to by the, the way, next I forgot game, to mention before since you yeah. brought up the refs, Scott Foster is doing the uh, Wizards Hornets game. If you need any extra reason to go, uh, you will be getting yeah, Scott Foster. I said it. Yeah, you hear me say that? Yeah, I, I didn't hear you oh. say that. No. Uh, yeah, I said that. Yeah, Scott Foster. I, it's a lot of motivation for me to go to the game tonight. I'm not gonna lie, I might have to uh, wear my refs t 
artist t-shirt to the game and be in the front row, like right behind him with the shirt, just like this reference there. Can you get Scott Foster to sign it? That would be oh. a great shirt. That would be a great shirt. You walk right past Lamelo oh. and Jordan Poole, go right up to Scott Foster, ask him to autograph the ref shirt. Yes, 100%. I'm going tonight. If y'all see me on League Pass, you'll see me at the game night. All right. Let's talk about game time. Because, look, you just heard that I'm going to the game tonight. Now I'm going to the game time app to make sure I can get me some tickets and have no stress. Like, I'm not about to sit here and be like, oh, man, I got to pay all this money. I got to do all this to get these tickets for the game tonight. Nope. Forget that. Going to game time is fast. It's easy. It's low cost. Last minute. Everything you need over at the game time app. Download the game time app. Create an account and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Look, just like that. If you go into the game with me. $20 off your first purchase, just like that. Create an account, redeem code TFBX for $20 off. Download the game time at today. Last minute tickets, basically. Ross Brown, by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting analytics platform, player props, parlors, game lines. I mean, you just want to see green. They're, they're going to give you green or red on your parlay, your pieces, your bet, all of that stuff. And you just want to see green, 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 green. That's going to help you increase your hit rate. And look, 30,000 users are using Hall of Fame Bets. Make sure you're one of them. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use codes SGPN and get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Oh, Billy Baller, too. My guy. He just gave me a bet. This might be my dog for the day. This might be my dog for the day. But if I do, I just know the Celtics are going to blow the first half, so I'm not going to do it. But very, very tempted. Celtics first half, Sixers for the game, 5-1. to one. He said I'm sprinkling on that. I might sprinkle it, too. I might. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Monte in the chat. Sam was good, boys. Monte. I hope you good at the G. I was dead all weekend. I was dead. I didn't make any shows I was supposed to be on. I had to give them all up. All right. Los Angeles Clippers laying five on the road versus the Brooklyn Nets. Scott, your Brooklyn Nets. Scott, the six. Wait, no. Five, zero oh, and one Brooklyn Nets. ATS, Scott, your Brooklyn Nets. They are laying five on the road. 231.5 is total. Look at the injury report here, and you have for the Los Angeles Clippers, Terrence Mann, questionable. Mason Plumlee's on IR. Brandon Boston Jr. on IR. And for the Brooklyn Nets, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, is probable. Cam Johnson is doubtful. Nick Claston is out. Scott. Are you taking the Clippers laying five on the road versus your 5-0-1 ATS Brooklyn Nets? Regardless of who the Clippers were playing against, I told myself, first of all, I hated the Harden trade. I thought the Harden trade made no sense at all. I told myself after they got Harden, I was blindly going to fade the Clippers until they cover a point spread. So far, we're 1-0. So I'm going to fade them again. I'm going to take the Nets. Plus five. This is too many points. I, I think the Clippers, once again, have to reinvent their entire team because Harden is the system, according to him. So I think he's not going to exactly conform to the rest of the team. Uh, one basketball, you've heard the same cliche over and over again. The Nets have been fine. Once again, they're the team that I thought they would be. They would be. They've been amazing, Scott. I'm sorry. You don't say they've been fine. They've been amazing. They haven't lost a spread. Uh, against the, the spread. No, they're amazing yeah. for betters. I'm saying for wins and losses, I thought they would be oh, okay. a feisty bunch that probably misses the playoffs. That's kind of what I thought they would be. I thought they would be uh, maybe a play-in team, fringe play-in team, probably going to fall short, but still. They've been fine, 
even with the injuries, and they gave Milwaukee yeah. all they could handle. I know Milwaukee's been underachieving. Cam Thomas, 45. I mean, that guy is an absolute bucket. <laughs> but still. That was so good. Man. That was good, man. That was good. Shout Having said that, by the way, betting him, called- six, betting him to win sixth man of the year at 30 to 1 is a donation because he literally starts. He's not going to qualify for the award, just to be clear. But I do think looking at Ooh, the wait, spread but- here, I'm going to take the Nets money line. I think they're very alive to win this game. Are they going to keep starting him when everybody's back? I, I think they should. You start him over. I mean, class is, class is going to start, of course. Class but you start him over Cam Johnson? Cam Johnson. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you want his offense. I think Cam Thomas needs to start over Cam Johnson. No offense to Cam Johnson, but Cam Thomas is a bucket. I think he's got to keep no, playing. No, I don't know. I kind of want him with that second unit and just get buckets there. It's debatable, but I think Cam Thomas. I think that I would top three in the league in points per game. I mean, he's averaging like thirty. I don't think you can bring him off the bench. I think you have to start him. I don't know. I think I'm sprinkling on thirty to one. I might because I think I'm starting Cam. I think I'm starting Cam Thomas. As a Nets fan, me personally, wearing the Brooklyn shirt, I'd start Cam Thomas. That's all I'm saying. I think Cam Thomas earned his spot. But I think looking at the action, maybe Dimwitty off the bench. If you want to make some arguments, you can bring Dimwitty. I can buy that. Because he has it. been a six man before with Dallas. Yeah, but I, I think for the sake of this game, I'm on the Nets. They've been, oh, they're 0 for at home. So it's home mm-hmm. court disadvantage, <clears throat> but they've been competitive. They're feisty. They're in a bunch of close games. And once again, the Clippers with Harden have to reinvent their entire team. And now you have Plumley injured. I'm not a Mason Plumley guy, but mm-hmm. Zubak kind of gets played off the floor with pick and rolls, and they have no backup center at the moment. So I think that's going to be a problem, too. I'm going with the Nets. Yeah, there's no way I'm taking the Clippers here. Nets plus five, Nets on the money line. 231 is the total. That's come up from 226 and a half, Scott. I think I'm going to lean to the under. Clippers had a disgusting game against the Knicks. I don't know what happened there. They couldn't score. But it's also a lack Knicks of defense is good. Defense. Knicks defense is good. Knicks defense was good, but I mean, the Knicks also didn't score much either. That was just yeah. a weird rock fight. Oh, we're going oh, to talk about that. We're going to talk about Brunson that. Brunson had like seven so. points. Yeah, but we're going to talk about the Knicks scoring very soon. I, I think for the sake of this game, I'm going to lean under. It just feels too high to me. I know the Nets have been involved in some high-scoring games. Milwaukee can't guard anybody, so that, of course, is kind of a built-in excuse there. But it's really the lack of pace for the Clippers. They're an older mm-hmm. team. They have to play in the half court. Defensively, they have not been great, but I think they're <laughs> still okay with Kawhi and Paul George not being the same as they used to be. I'm going to lean to the under, though. This number just feels a bit too high. I see this landing somewhere in the mid-220s. I think one bad quarter is going to kill this total. I'm going to go with the under. Imagine if the Clippers had this same team like five years ago. <laughs> uh, that was oh, the, uh, that's what I tweeted. It said yeah, they traded man. for Harden. I'm like, this is a crazy dream team in 2016. It's yeah, a crazy man. dream team. But I'm no, I, I'm going to lean under here. I think this when's the last time. Go. When's the last time we had a Clippers game in the 230s? Like, I mean, consistently. Like, it actually landed in the 230s. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, sure, we got probably got some that got some scoring, but we always take the under with the Clippers. Not, no, I'm saying a total that was in the 230s that went over. The yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No idea. Went over, but that also went to overtime, so that was a little bit padded, but still. Yeah, under. Uh, anything player? I didn't write anything down player part-wise in this one, honestly. I'll take Cam mm-hmm. Thomas points. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to think of what I want to go with. Zubak should get more minutes because Plumlee's injured, but it might be personal bias. I don't think Zubak's that good. As a player, like I don't think he's that talented. He's a lumbering center in an increasingly spaced out NBA. So he's kind of getting slowly phased out of basketball, but mm. they don't have a backup center. 
So I think Zubak is in line for a good rebounding game because they don't have a backup. So if you think Zubak plays 28 minutes, Claxton's out. Ben Simmons is basically playing center for this team, which has worked out to some degree, but mm-hmm. Zubak has a mismatch. So if you want to go with the mismatch there, I think Zubak rebounds is worth a look, maybe points, but he can't finish a layup. So that's the trade-off. But I think Paul George has a good game. Paul George historically has been very good against the Nets, and the Nets really don't have anybody that can guard him. If you look at Paul George's uh, shooting <laughs> Where's Waldo? <laughs> he's been nasty. He's been really good this year, Paul George. I'll be on him. I think he's in line for a big game. It was a good last game. Uh, all right. Last game he wasn't. The Lakers, <laughs> he carried them to overtime. But All right. Yeah, and I'll, I'll lean to Harden unders, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Nets are going to be pissed off to see him. I, st- I still think the Nets fan base hates him. So he'll be getting booed every time he touches the ball. Let's see if James Harden makes it the year. He might be gone by the deadline. New York Knicks. Lane, no, he's not going to be. They have the the first the form. They're keeping him. Yeah, he's not going to. He's going to blow up the team, but they're going to keep him. All right. Knicks laying 10 and a half in the garden against the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> 223 and a half is the total. Injury report oh, for boy. these two teams. Keldon Johnson is probable. Devin Vassell, tier, is doubtful with an abductor injury. No injuries for the New York Knicks. I would like to preface any conversation that we are about to have with the fact that this is a very, very true and real stat. That the New York Knicks, this line opened up at nine and a half, by the way. That the New York Knicks, when laying nine and a half or more in the garden, are 15 and 26, 36% ATS. All time. All time. I mean, I faded I want to hear your Devin the fan How does it I feel, faded by the way? Team. You're laying 10 points. When was the last Who, time this happened? I actually don't remember when the last time this happened. I kind of think the last time this happened was that Minnesota game where I think nobody was playing and Torian Prince went out there and dropped. And you lost. Yeah, because Prince had I'm, like nine threes. I that think right. that that I think that they were laying a big number in that game. I can't remember uh, if somebody can stat check me there, but yeah, no. Look, looky here. There's no way. There's no way I am laying this number with the Knicks in the garden. No way. There's no possible way. I faded this Spurs team, rightly so, against the Pacers because of the fact that you had uh, no Devin Vassell. And this was really just me being a Devin Vassell homer. And it sucks he got this injured, Spurs though. Team trash. Vassell's going to be I, out for a while. It sucks he got hurt. I know. It, it, nobody's more hurt than me because the game he got hurt, I had him for over 17 and a half, laddered up, and he had 17 and a half and didn't come back for the second half. So nobody is more hurt than me. I like him at Florida State. I've been a fan of his for a while. Our boss has said that this loss hurts us all, Sean Green, and I will tell you that Devin Vassell loss hurts us all. However, I'm still backing them against. I mean, there's so many. There's so many Jordan in Madison Square Garden candidates for this game. You got Kelton Johnson. You got Wemby. Hey, Malachi Branham could make could make a, a contribution in this game. I mean, you got Jeremy Sohan. You have so many people that could just get up randomly in the garden. And it just looked like Jordan. Just looked like Jordan. There's so many candidates. There's no way I'm laying 10 and a half. No way. The only problem that I have with San Antonio is that I think this team sucks. Yes. They're they really do. bad. They're really, really without bad. Without Devin Vassell. Yes. Yeah, without Vassell. Uh, their two wins, of course, were against Phoenix. Phoenix with without Booker. Booker played one of them. Beal is not played yet. I think Phoenix is very fraudulent. But yes, Vassell hit uh, a couple of big shots there. I think Keldon Johnson is probably your pick for the MSG game today. Everyone's going to pick Wemby. 
I think it's actually not a great matchup for Wemby because with Mitchell Robinson and with Julius Randle, mm-hmm. Randle's bad, but at least he's a big body. So I, I do think it's not the Pause. best matchup for Victor. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, he, he, he can't shoot. I mean, <laughs> Randle can't shoot. But I do think that he's a good rebounder. So I think that Victor's got problems in this matchup. But I think Keldon Johnson's in line for a good game. I think Brunson's going to play well, though. I think Brunson's going to have a good game. He's going to bounce back from... I can't believe he scored seven. Brunson scoring seven after scoring 40-plus the game before is pretty wild. I think R.J. Barrett takes a step back. I think Brunson takes a step forward. Randall actually had 20 points last game. Congratulations, by the way, that Randall had a good oh my shooting game. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. It finally Don't happened. The concert, the, the concert officially is on hold for now, but he had a nice concert going for the last couple of games. But I'm going to go with the Spurs plus the 10. But I do think that you're looking at probably the Knicks struggling more than people anticipate. I think the Spurs keep this game close. I'll go with the Spurs plus 10. Man, if we had more time, I would definitely go on a Julius Randle brand. But, I mean, last thing I got to say is this Knicks team is 29th in points per game, 104.4. Only team, that, only team that is worse than that is the Portland Trailblazers. Only team. So, yeah. And Let's Simon's got game. injured in like the first game of the season. All right. Who am I? Before we move on for this game, I have to hitch my hat on the Jordan player of the game. Really should keep tally of my who pick all was Kelton. Hits their ladders. So you said Kelden? Yeah, uh, yeah, I understand that. And I'm also a fan of Kelden. I think Kelden's a good player. I am going to go with Malachi Branham because we've got I've gotten some good Malachi. I know he's been bad this year, guys. Oh I no, he's he's, he's a chucker. Bad. He's going to keep shooting. He's going to keep shooting. And I'm telling you, if the first couple go in for Malachi Branham, we're in for a 30 piece. We're in for a 30 piece and he's going to keep because he's going to shoot like he's going to shoot. So I'm rolling with Malachi Branham. I I have him at ten and a half. Let me see if I can find the price on his ladder real quick for my shortened player of the game in Garden. Or why am I allowed to say that? Because doesn't Kia have a shortened player of the game or something like that? So I don't know if they still do. Is there a copyright on that? There is since you said the company. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <sighs> I mean, you said the award that you threw in the actual company in front of it. So uh, I'm well, assuming there is right. now. All right. So let me see here. Malachi Randall, 10 and a half. We have 15 at plus 330. Wow. By the 20. way, I think that what you just oh, said no was a thing in like, what, 2K13? Yeah. Something yeah, like 10 something years like ago. That. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. All right. That was the last 2K I bought. So that's I had I a crazy that. pause last season. I don't even remember what that was. You had We all have tape. moments. It's fine. Yeah. I know. It's so hard. The Kyle Lowry it's so hard. You hear the Kyle Lowry? What? Did you see the Kyle Lowry interview? No. What did he do? Massive, massive uh, pause moment. Was this recently? Point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to go back and watch. He said something is like, did that help get the uh, taste out of your mouth? And Kyle Lowry was like, pause. Wow. That was wild. <laughs> he just straight up turned. He turned to <laughs> Bam and just that's goes, that's crazy. absolutely wild. Yeah. So oh, uh, man, if you want crazy. a very fun interview, look up the Kyle Lowry interview from like a day or two ago. That was crazy. Oh, man. All right. Fair and he's fun. wearing like the big hat. He had the big hat on, too. So he just looked over like, pause. That was wild. Full, yeah. uh, full whatever. But he had the All massive right. baseball cap on. Which kind of became a thing. I forgot where that started. Who was the big hat guy? That was basketball last year? 
I don't remember. I have no idea. I have to. I have to go back and look at the film. I'm trying to remember. Phoenix Suns though, traveling to Chicago, play Chicago Bulls. Bulls laying one, two twenty one is the total. That's actually come down a point and a half. And for the injury report, Bradley Beal questionable and actually looks like he's close to making his debut. We'll see oh, if he actually today. plays. Yeah. yeah, there's a chance he plays today. Devin Booker's out though with a calf, and Damian Lee's on IR, and nothing on this injury report. Can they take Lonzo Ball off, please? We get it. Jesus, like we get to be it. Fair, Stop. I accidentally said Alonzo instead of Lamelo earlier in the show, so I'm sorry oh, if I, I, I missed that. PSD for you, sorry yeah, I know. Like this is really, this is really, really annoying. I, I really hate the Lonzo situation. All right, there's no chance we're taking the Bulls here, right? The I'm not going to take the Bulls, but the Suns are who I thought they were going to be to start the year. Now they've had injuries, which yeah. I have to admit so that has, that is a reason why they're not playing well. I roasted that Aiton trade so hard because I said Nurkic was washed and he was great in the first game of the season. He he absolutely burned me in the first game. Mm -hmm. He has been awful ever since benchable. He's arguably behind Eubanks at this point. So no, it was a horrible trade. The bench unit's not any good. It's why they can't overcome the absences of these key players. I'm not going to bet it. I'm going to lean to Phoenix because I don't think anybody on the bulls can actually guard Durant. And I think that they're going to play better with Book with a Beal potentially playing. But the Suns team is who I thought they were. The bench unit's not good. Nurkic is washed, and they got problems. But I think they're good enough to win this game. Yeah. There's no way I'm taking the Bulls. I really Rants off what, 42 piece. I think he's in line for a big game. And it's and it's kind of depressing because this Bulls team has talent, but it's just like they don't play well, man. Like well, you even in the games they win. Players. I've said this for years. You look at DeRozan. It's when they grouped everyone together. They have DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic. Three shoot-first guys that are playing on the same team. Kind of like why I was against the Durant and Beal and Booker combo. We've yet to see it at this point, but <laughs> it's three yeah. shoot-first guys. You have a hard time sharing the basketball. So I think that it's an issue for the Bulls, and they keep the team together for no reason, and they're going to be bad this year. It is what it is. All right. I, I I don't know what to tell you on the total 221. I'm going to lean over because Phoenix can't guard anybody. Yeah. Phoenix can't guard anybody. Bulls, yeah, Bulls can't really. Bulls are okay defensively. I mean, they're they're both literally like right next to each other defensively. Yeah, they're right? fine. They really, I just I yeah, think Durant can get his, and I do think with Levine and Demar against this yeah. uh, defense, they, they can get theirs. Yeah, I don't know why this total's going down, actually. I'm with you. I can go over. All right. Let's see here. Next game up. Miami Heat. Is that yeah, that's the next game I got. Miami Heat. Lane one and a half. I'm not gonna lie. I saw a two and a half earlier. And he's got heat minus two here. So I know it was there. So I saw a two. So just let you know. It was at two and a half. Is now back. For the record, I did half. these banners about 30 minutes before we went live. So if it moved yeah. after, apologies. Yep. So, but that's that's further proof of why you should never lay points with Miami. 218 and a half is total. I guess I'll read the injury report. Because Jim Butler's probable, Caleb Martin is out, and for the Grizzlies, John Karchar is doubtful. Xavier Tillman is out. Derek Rose is on IR, so they are down for an extended period of time. Season Ad Steven Adams, who's out for the rest of the season. Brandon Clark, who's still rehabbing that Achilles. Derek Rose now, and we know John Morant suspended until next month. But they won a game. They, beat they did win a game. They won a game. They, 
they did win a game. The second one did win the first one. They should won have won the first one. one. They choked it, but either <laughs> yep. way. They made it back up. Bismack Biombo is probably starting in this game. Just take the Miami Heat money line. We got to start somewhere, and I'm going to start off with this. I want to give a shout-out to the guy who only puts up great stat lines when none of us have money on the guy. Shout-out to Bam Adebayo. 20 oh rebounds my double gosh. Shout out Do to you Bam. know how mad I was? 20, like, 10, who are you? 2020 who and 10 are is a you? wild stat line. That is a sick stat line. Who are you? I was and shocked. nobody talked about it. No. Nobody talked about it. If we did, he wouldn't have done it. That's what I'm saying. If it was Jokic, it if it was Jokic front page news, like Jokic doesn't do that every other game. Bam just did. That was huge. Part. I wanted to give him his flowers because dropping a 20 rebound triple double is something that you just don't see that often. So I wanted to give him respect for that. But I, having I, said I, that, I think I'm going to go with Memphis in the spot. It's what? all. I'm not going to bet it. This line doesn't make much sense. Memphis is 1-6. They're 0-3 at home. The Heat are off of a massive emotional win against the Lakers. Whether they want to downplay it or not, <laughs> Jimmy Butler against the Lakers, me. they care. They care. I mean, Bam cared against Anthony Davis. I know Davis got hurt, but still, you know what I mean. That's a game that Butler and company are circling on the calendar. Now they're traveling on the road. They're 0 for on the road, by the way. They're 0-3. They're on the road, though, and they have a game against the worst team in the league. Man. This is such a letdown spot for Miami that we've seen time and time Man, again. It is. Man, Miami so is right. one of those teams that might be, I don't want to say a blind fate on the road, but we're kind of seeing it with the Lakers this season, which we'll mention a little bit. They're a team that just prioritizes home games. They care more about home games than road games. It's just how they're built. I'm going to go with Memphis. They don't I mean, even Memphis care about home games them. because they don't cover as a They don't favorite. cover, but they it's, win. They win hey, the home man. games. They lose the road hey, man. Games. So I, I'm going to go with Memphis. I don't know if you saw... But last episode, we, me and Moonoff were just spitballing about that game, and I was just like, man, watch the Miami Heat win exactly by one. That's exactly what they would do. Yep. They would push a minus one. And I've seen it. I've seen games where it's been plus one and a half, and they've won by one, and those people that laid minus one and a half did not win. I've seen that numerous of times. If you're on the Miami Heat here, just take them on the money line. Don't even <laughs> take the chance. I just think the lines <laughs> don't weird. take they, the chance. They just beat the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers are that good, but the point is, it's a nice high-profile win, and they're favored by two against a one and sixteen. I'll take the one and sixteen plus two. That line is very, very weird. And I think it's a massive Yo, letdown spot. You don't think it's so, a letdown spot, bro? Bismack Biombo starting this game. You don't think it's a letdown spot though? Yes, it is. It's a massive letdown spot. I get everything you're saying, and literally, if it was any other team of the 30 NBA teams that we had to pick from, I would be all over the line with you. But this Memphis team sucks. They're not good. Like, they're, so they're not bad. good. No, they're not good. Uh, all right, I'm taking Memphis plus one and a half. Uh, I think you're taking the Heat. Uh, uh, if take the Heat money line, don't only persuade you. We'll go I'm ahead and watch the Heat. The Heat might win by one again. <laughs> They might. might win by one. They might. We'll see. But oh man, both see, Daniel, that's the thing is that you might think that you know I'm completely wrong about this, but why is the line so short? No, I'm I'm with you. Normally, I would be the one trying to get you to fade the heat in this spot, but Memphis is so bad, and it's so hard to bet on Memphis. Like, there's such a frustrating team to bet on. By the way, to answer Daniel's question uh, or statement, only on the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, he went easily. Yeah, man. If you're on a heat, just take a money line. I swear. Like, take a money line. Because if they I'll win take a stand one, here. 
You can so, taste. I'll go with Memphis. But I do acknowledge this team sucks. I'm only taking Memphis plus one and a half out of the principle, but I, in reality, I do think that he actually win this game. Okay. Um, I don't care about props or anything else in this game, to be honest. I don't. Give even, me Biombo rebounds. What? Give me Biombo rebounds. Come on, Bam just had twenty. Come on, he's putting up six. Come on. All right. We, we know Bam's right. going back to six here. Come All on. Give right. me, I'm give not me, supporting give me Biombo, Biombo rebounds. Props. I'm not su- supporting Biombo props on this show. Cleveland Cavaliers on the road play Oklahoma City Thunder. Cavs open up minus one. They are now minus two. Two twenty eight is the total injury report, and we have for these two teams. The what did I find wherever? Dang, where are they at? Oh, there we go. Uh, as Isaac Okoro's out, Sam Morell's out, Ty Jerome out, Ricky Rubio not with the team. And it's a bunch of role players. And well, Isaac Okoro is actually pretty big. And for the OKC Thunder, you got Lou Dort's questionable, Diang is questionable, Karish Williams is out. These two teams did play last week, and the Cleveland should have won. But they choked it pretty hard. Yeah, and luckily I was on the Thunder, so we got that one. What did Chet have, I'm, seven blocks in that game? Something like that. It was a pretty big game for him. I am not fading this Thunder team. So <laughs> that's happening. I'm not fading this. It thing. is a different it's matchup, though, because Jared Allen did not play in the first meeting. He's going to play in this one. So it is a okay. different Cleveland team, to be fair. It is. Is that enough for you? I think it's weird they're laying two and a half on the road. I guess the argument against OKC, this team defensively is really not any good. They nope. can't guard anybody, which nope. it's not a total shock because they go small. They don't really have a center. Chet is kind of a center, but he's extremely skinny, and he's at the three-point line all the time offensively. But this team doesn't guard anybody, and I guess the question is, does Oklahoma City get killed on the glass? Because they're not a good rebounding team with Chet being basically their center. And now they're against Jared Allen and Mobley. And Mobley I've given a hard time to in the past because offensively, I wish he was more polished. He's still a good rebounder. Allen's a really good rebounder. And I don't think anybody on this team can guard Mitchell. Dort's a bench player, so I don't know if he would guard Mitchell because they're not going to be on the court at the same time. So it is a pretty interesting spot here. I think I'm going to lean to Cleveland. I don't feel great about it, but I do think there's an extra bit of motivation after they blew that game they should have won about two weeks ago. I like this Thunder team. I think that they're good, but defensively, they have a lot of problems. They have a lot of problems defensively. I think Cleveland, with Allen back playing about 30 minutes in this game, should help stabilize the interior. I think Cleveland just kills them on the glass in this game. I'm going to lean to Cleveland. Yeah, SGA. And there's been a lot of line movement on Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it Lise has. is mentioning that the Cavs open up plus one. They're minus two and a half. So that's a yeah. pretty good Yep, pretty much. And that's where I'm at. They were minus two and a half in Cleveland. And they're minus two and a half on the road in OKC now. Jared Allen j- joined back. So that's probably a little bit has to do he's with He's slowly that, gotten more minutes throughout the games he's been in. So I'm assuming he's going to be around 30. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm taking Shay. Give me Shay. I'm not fading OKC. I yeah, I'm not fading OKC. I was one of the biggest OKC fans this offseason, but defensively they have problems. I just want to point that out. They are a bad defensive team. A hundred percent. I agree with you with that. However, the Oklahoma City Thunder are still whenever my my system pulls up and I can't remember what the number is. There we go. Six and one against the spread in the first half this season. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers, who were really, really good against the spread 
in the first half. Two and five in this season. OKC first half. OKC's bad in the fourth quarter, too. So I'm 100%. If you want to get down on an OKC first half and a Cleveland Cavs full game, I can The exact that. opposite that we got in the previous minute? Yeah. Oh, yes, Scott. What's that pay? What's that pay? What's that pay? Go to bet 365. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. All right. While you're doing that, I really don't care. Um, I'm taking SGA for play props. Just I'll take Mitchell. Time. I'll take Mitchell and Garland. I think Garland, Garland double double. I think is a sneaky look because OKC really doesn't guard anybody. And with mm-hmm. Allen back, the lob threats are there again. So I think Garland yeah. assist is worth a look. All right. I also well, like Giddy under. I like Giddy as a player. The guy can't shoot. I know they're working <laughs> on it, but his jump shot is so broken. <laughs> they have, they have to fix that damn thing. He's so good if he did if he fixed the jump shot. He's so good. I know really his vision's good. incredible, but he he just can't he can't shoot. Well, let me give the info for the next game while you're still pulling up that line on the halftime, full-time for yep. that game. The Detroit Pistons are traveling to the Milwaukee Bucks play. The Bucks, Bucks are laying 12. Open up at minus 12.5. Now they're laying 12. 228.5 is the total here. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Milwaukee Bucks. Nothing. No, I lied. Chris Middleton is out for injury management. And for the Pistons, Jalen Duran is questionable. Jaden Ivey is out with an illness. Alec Burks is out with the forearm. You know, Bojan's out. Monty Morris is out. Isaiah Livers is out. All extended period of time. Good luck picking <laughs> the game that the Pistons are randomly super competitive against the Bucks. They are actually two and three against the spread versus them in the last five. They don't but win the two games to cover. Yeah, like the two games that they covered, like they were really, really competitive. And from what I remember, they were leading at one point. Yeah. Mm. Bucks are one and five against Spread Scott. They can't guard anybody. Yeah, man. But it's like, who is going to, like, without Ivy and Burks, who's really taking those shots to really, like, I'm, I mean, Cade, of course. Maybe Osar. I mean, is Duran, Isaiah Stewart, or Marvin Bagley going to have a really good game inside the post or inside the paint? Like, who's who's going to take advantage? Wait, by the way, what was the thing you you wanted? Uh, Thunder first half, Cavs full game. Yeah, that's five fifty. Oh yeah, let's bring clear. Even though I like the Thunder, I'll sprinkle there. They're really bad in fourth quarter. I want to be on the Pistons. I'm going to be. I think 12 is massive. You mentioned the spread numbers. They can't guard anybody. The Pistons no, aren't man. a good team, but Monty Williams actually has them playing decent basketball. They have a lot of injuries. It is what it is. But Cade's been good. A Dur- I, I got to see if Duran's playing because I think Duran's an absolute monster. Yeah, Asar Thompson's really, really good. Guy's really good defensively. I wish he would shoot better from three. Oh, he's not a great shooter. Defensively, he's yeah. he's Tybal level. Like he's nuts defensively. He's gonna be a future multiple time defensive uh, f- first team guy. He's an incredible defensive player. <sighs> Fine, take the Pistons. Even though I don't know who's gonna do the it's scoring. twelve. Like, I really don't know who's gonna do the scoring outside of Kate. 
I would consider I would consider taking the Bucks if it was once again in single digits, but twelve for a team that can't defend anybody, nah, I, I can't do that. No, if you're I afraid know. of it, maybe Pistons team total over, and that way you just get by by relying on the Bucks' bad defense. But I, I can't lay twelve of the team that can't stop anybody. I'm gonna roll with Osar having a good day shooting. Somebody's like somebody's gonna Bucks destroy them. Somebody is gonna destroy the Bucks. I just want to know who it is, and I'm. I'm just going to say it's all-star. Give me all-star props. Uh, Pistons team total over for sure. That was the first bet that I circled. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're somehow going to go over. I, I just don't – I'm curious on who's going to be the actual, like, second and third scorer on this team with Ivy and Burks out. It's not going to be Killian Hayes. I'll tell you that much. Hey, man, look. So that's I know he's what actually I was, been okay this year. He's actually been okay this man, year. I've been looking at it, and I'm like, it could be. I'm so anti Killian Hayes, but he's he's been better than last. He was better than he's better this year than last year, but he's still not any good. But all right, uh, Daniel's oh, Daniel, this is games. not an in-season tournament. No, today. it's only Tuesdays and Thursdays are the only in-season no, Fridays, tournament days. Fridays. I mean, I'm sorry, Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays are only in-season tournament days. So we'll be back on Friday and we'll talk about those games. Look for the extremely ugly courts. That's how you know it's an in-season tournament game. And it's going to be the exact same. All right, so we're taking the Pistons. I, we got to sprinkle on the money line here, man. We have to. We have to sprinkle on the money line. All right, Pistons plus 12. Pistons sprinkle on the money line. Pistons team total over. I, Kate, give me everything, Kate. That's it. I don't. If Duran does else. not play in this game, Gian, Giannis is dropping like 35. All if right. Duran does not play. <laughs> I watched Duran miss one game this year. They lost to Portland. Like if if Duran does not play, they're gonna get killed. But if he mm-hmm. plays, I like him in the spot. Los Angeles Lakers are laying three and a half on the road. Opened up at minus four and a half. They're laying three and a half now versus the Rockets, where Dylan Brooks said he's going to lock up LeBron James. How'd that go in the playoffs last year? Two twenty and a half is total. That's come down a point. Injury report for these two teams, and unfortunately for the uh, Los An- well for the Houston Rockets, Dylan Brooks is playing in this game, and so is LeBron James. However, Anthony Davis is questionable. New, no. okay. He's injured. Ray Hachimara is probable. We have Jackson Hayes, who's questionable, and Gabe Vincent, who forgot how to shoot when he came to LA, as you know, typical shooters. It's so when funny. They, go to LA. they did the same thing with Kendrick Nunn, and they just got another guy from the Heat. Yep, and same thing. I mean, Danny Green forgot how to shoot when he got there. Like it's just everybody. So, yeah. Jaron Vanderbilt, uh, Jalen Hushfino, all IR. You have the Houston Rockets. Tari Eason is probable. It's a nice get back for them. Eamon Thompson is on IR. That's brutal. And Oladipo still hasn't played a game. And I don't think he will. I forgot he's still in the league. <laughs> I, I have a stance on this game, but I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not betting this. I'm not betting this. Oh, I mean, well, duh. I, I mean, for the sake of the spread, I, I feel pretty good about the angle I actually have. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to. I mean, if you have something that'll sell me on the Rockets, fine. But I've had a pretty strong stance of I'm just not going to bet the Rockets and be perfectly fine. And so, once again, uh, I'm not going to bet the game, but I have a, I have a stance on it. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of our picks for you know the season and all that, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just going to take the Lakers. I'm not betting the Rockets at all. I'm on Houston. Really? Two and a half. I am. Why? I, I don't know the Lakers are that good. Simply, they're put. not. <laughs> they're not. I, I said this uh, when I watched them play the first couple games of the season, and I ended up having Orlando plus the points against them. 
not the game that they got killed. Not the game where Orlando killed them and the game they actually lost. I had Orlando plus the points. I won. But I watched the Lakers. They can't score. This team offensively is just nothing. And none of the supporting cast guys can shoot. Reeves had a good game last time out. Almost had a triple-double. But he has not a great year either. Uh, Cam Reddish is playing in the final possession of games, which tells you how bad things are for this team. Wow. I don't want... I think Cam Reddish shouldn't be in the league. I've said this for several years. Uh, defensively, he's gotten better, but him being on the court for the final offensive possession is embarrassing. He can't shoot. But I think for the sake of this matchup, Houston, not terrible. Shout out to Udoka. Mm -hmm. They've actually been okay. Uh, they they killed the Kings the last two games. No, the Aaron Fox. The Kings are kind of screwed. Separate. That was story. brutal. They got uh, me on both games. I mentioned the Lakers earlier when I said when I talked about the Heat Grizzlies game. Some teams are just good at home, and they can't play on the road. The Lakers are good at home, and they are awful on the road. They were last year, two They're over on the road this year. I'm going to take Houston. I think Houston at home can actually give the Lakers something to worry about. AD is not at 100%. He might not play. But Houston, recently, not bad. Dylan Brooks, pretty good this year, to be honest. He's actually been solid. So I think when you're looking at how these rosters are constructed, of course the Lakers have more high-end talent with AD and LeBron. LeBron's playing 37 minutes a game <laughs> when he was supposed to play 30 because the team sucks and he has to carry them to the finish line every time. LeBron's all-and-off numbers are disgusting this year. I'm going to take Houston. I think that the Lakers on the road are a complete fade for me, and Houston's a feisty young team that will get up for this game. Give me Houston. Uh, thank you to the Magic for cashing that. You might Magic remember Houston beat them last year in, in Houston. It went to overtime. Yeah, but no, yeah, no. I, I, I don't agree with anything you're saying. I mean, disagree. I don't disagree with anything you're saying at all. And it's very good reasons to be on Houston. I'm just not taking Houston after they won two straight. Like, I, I just. Would you take not, the Lakers if 80s ruled out? I'm tempted to take him if he's ruled out because you man, are, okay. I hate. Yeah, I hate 80 right now, man. I mean, so did you see the clip of It Is What It Is? Shout out to It Is What It Is uh, over there at the Blue Wire Studios where we also do podcasts. So we've done podcasts in the same place they do. I got to go back to Vegas to do a podcast there at some point. It's been a while. Yeah, we do. It's been a long time. So uh, they they had asked a question on air, and they said, who would you rather have right now, Bam Adebayo or Anthony Davis? And all three I want people, Iguodala. No. Uh, okay. you <laughs> all, three, Bam, I'm all three. All three. And OJ Simpson. I was going to say OJ was, was on Bam. I remember yeah, I remember and, seeing OJ on Bam. Like, what the hell are you doing? All of them here? said they'd rather have Bam. And when I when I thought about it, I was like, I mean, at least Bam plays. Like, yeah, Bam's <laughs> he might not a pretty play durable good, guy. But at least for that he's out there. Yeah. All right. All right. Clear no bet here. Uh, I don't even want to touch the total. To be honest, I, I'm good. I actually don't want anything to do with that game. I, matter of fact. I'm going to lean under because the Lakers can't score. But once again, I, I think Houston's got value getting money. That's a toilet bowl game. I don't care what nobody says. All right. That bad. You should never take Houston. The truth is, as bad as Houston is, they're better than I thought they were going to be at this point. They're better than I thought they were going to be. So they're not <laughs> as bad as I thought. <laughs> We have four more games. Let's go ahead and roll them on out. The New Orleans Pelicans. Wow, this line skyrocketed. New Orleans Pelicans are on the road playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves open up at minus six and a half. Is it now minus nine and a half? Two seventeen and a half is the total. 
that means that we've had a pretty big out in that game. And let me just go ahead and refresh my screen because that's got to be something that just happened. Uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans, because that's probably where the out is, we have Zion, who is out, CJ, who's out with that long injury. So they are now missing Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, and CJ McCollum for long term. Herb Jones is questionable. Zion is ruled out. And for the Timberwolves, you said what? What's the line at now? It's minus nine and a half. Okay, so I'll update that, sir. And then we have Jordan McLaughlin, who is on IR. Jalen Clark as well. I mean... New Orleans is punting this game, right? They have to be. They have to be. How... So... Unless Matt Ryan, another, Matt Ryan is projected is to make a start here. Is this a letdown spot for Minnesota? I don't think so. I don't think. Even so. though they just beat the Celtics in overtime, I, I really, I really want to say it is, but I don't think so. I just don't know. Dog. Zion, CJ, Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall—five guys that played meaningful minutes for this team, not playing. Nah, man, I can't do it. Just give me nine and a half. I'm, that's all I need to say. Just give me nine and a half. I'm thinking Minnesota anyway. Uh, I had a play in that Nuggets and Pelicans game. I had Jokic over rebounds and assists. He had 29, 13, and 10 before the fourth quarter. This Pelicans team can't stop anybody. They can't rebound. They're the worst rebounding team in the league, which is kind of wild because Valanciunas is a pretty well-known or good rebounder. Worst rebounding team in the league. Townsend Gobert are going to kill this team on the glass. I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they win this game comfortably. Yeah. But I do like Pelicans team total under. This Minnesota yep. defense is nasty. 100%. I'd rather play that than play the spread, to be honest. That might be in lock consideration. They if you be. want a sleeper prop, though, with McCollum also out, give me Jordan Hawkins threes. Okay. All right. I like this, Scott. Uh, yeah. That's enough of that one. Toronto Raptors on the road going to play the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know why I want to say the Dallas Wings so bad. <laughs> That's why. All right. So minus six was where it opened at. It's now at minus five for the Mavericks at home. 226 and a half is total here. That's come up five points. Pretty sizable line movement there. Raptors are missing Coloco and Achua is questionable. That's it. And for the Mavericks, Maxi Kleber is questionable. I've been Dallas actually good. I don't think so. I don't think so. And the thing is, I was high, time, but I have to ask. I was high on them, and I should be taking a victory lap that they started six and one, and I took the team the win total over. I should be, but I don't because I think they. I actually think they might suck, but they keep winning games. So it's like you can't suck because you keep winning games. I'm just not used to Kyrie actually deferring. I just did and not expect so, Kyrie to be so willing. And that's to be why he's not. Yeah, like what? Like it's a Luca. I it's mean, been working. I just didn't think Kyrie has. would do it. I, I, I'm shocked and shout out to Kyrie, but Raptors plus five, because I think Dallas is fraudulent. I really do. I, I, I just, and I've never felt good about any spot that I took the Raptors, but I think I'm starting to pick and choose pretty well, but I've never felt any spot. I've never felt good about any spot that I've taken Raptors at all, but I, I don't think I can lay five yeah. with the Mavericks here. The Raptors were a thorn in my side for years with Van Vliet. I couldn't get a game right this year. I've actually been pretty good with the Raptors. I'm going to take the points. I think they're feisty in the spot. I've seen Dallas play on several occasions. They had a war against the Hornets, which they should not brag about, <laughs> but they won the game. 
they were sweating it out, man. LaMelo had what, like a 33-point triple-double? Like, it was rough, <laughs> but they got it done in the end. I, they were in a hell game with the Hornets. I, I, I <laughs> it's a round five and a half like, I, I got to go Raptors. The Raptors aren't, once again, a great team. They're going to finish probably out of the playoff picture, maybe a play-in, probably out of the play-in, though. But they have talent. Barnes has been good. Really, really good, actually. I'm underselling. Barnes has been fantastic. Siakam's been okay, but we know he's kind of a tweener. I don't think Dallas has anybody that can really guard him. Dallas, the issue that they run into is they have no center depth because you're looking at Kleber, who's constantly hurt, Lively, who's been good, but he's in foul trouble all the time. I think Toronto's pretty live to win this, and Schroeder's been great. So I'm going to take Toronto. I think Schroeder's double-double's worth a look for a prop. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> All right. Give me the over because I don't think – no, it's not that I don't think. I know for a fact Dallas is not good defensively. <laughs> I, don't, I know for a fact Dallas is not good defensively, and I think they'll find ways to score on Toronto. But this game is going to be lost because Dallas is going to let some – random player on Toronto go off for 25 close to 30 points. It's pretty much par for the course for them. All right. The Sacramento Kings are laying eight at home versus the Portland Trailblazers after getting destroyed by the Rockets with no deer and Fox. For yeah. Two games in a row. Portland's missing players. I'll be quick. I'm, you're going to mention the injury report in a second. I'm blindly taking Portland anyway. There's oh, wow. no way I can take the Kings. <laughs> wow. Like, there's no okay. way I can take the Kings. Wow, you didn't even wait for the injury report. Do you no, know it? Not even going to bother. No, it's a waste. Wait, no, seriously. Do you know what the injury report is, or did you just do that without? I know Portland's missing like half, like half their guards. Like I'm aware Scoot's not playing, and I'm aware that they're missing some guys. Simon's is still out. Have you seen the Kings play without Fox? No, I'm just, I'm just shocked that you didn't even care about the injury report, man. Eight in no world am I laying eight without the Aaron Fox. In yeah. no world in my life. Yeah, no. That's crazy. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I just, wow, you didn't even wait. You can wait it all <laughs> for the people at home, but without Fox, I'm not laying eight points. That's crazy. All right. For the for the Trailblazers, yeah, Scott basically said it all. Scoot Henderson out, Ishereen right out. Anthony Simons out, Robert Williams Forgot to mention out. Robert Williams out for the year with knee surgery. Forgot to mention that. Yep. And for the Sacramento Kings, Darren Fox is out, Trey Lyles is out. Yeah, they look really, really bad. They... They couldn't score. I watched that second game. They got buried against Houston, and you're like, okay, Houston snuck up on them. How the hell are you down 30 in the second straight game against Houston in the third quarter? You're down 30? Come on, man. If it's a trap, if it's a trap, I'm dead. This is probably a public dog, and it's, it's horrible to say that Portland is probably a public dog, but how do you lay eight with this Kings team after what they just did against the Rockets? Like, that's really, really brutal. Like, By the way, Strutters, really, I actually didn't get burned by Sacramento. I had no action on that game. I was just watching it, just going, this. I know this team, I was just disappointed because the Kings were so fun last year offensively, yep. and Fox goes down, and I'm just watching Sabonis. I'm watching all these other guys, and nobody can do anything without Fox on the court, and it was just painful to watch. That sucks. All right. I was just mad because I was watching Sabonis do nothing. He was getting punked by Shingun. And I'm like, this is just bad. So, no, Last- I, I, I didn't get burned. Whoa. I was just watching it. And I just don't like watching bad basketball. The Kings were just painful to watch. Last game on the slate, and it's a goodie. Go to State Warriors playing the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets open up minus five. They are now minus three at home. 227 is total. That's come down a point and a half for the 
Nuggets, you have Jokic, who's probable with the wrist injury. Jamal Murray is out. And for the Warriors, you have Draymond, who is questionable for personal reasons. I'm assuming Draymond's not going to play. Usually personal reasons, questionable. What is that, like 70% not playing? Yeah. Because that's not an injury. That means he's got a family thing. Or it's like, I don't know. It could be anything. I don't know. could be anything. Personal usually means a family thing, if I'm being honest. So I'm assuming he's not going to play. Yeah. Hope everything's okay with his family and whatever he's dealing with. But personal reasons this early in advance, that usually means a family member's sick. Or he's potentially having a kid. It's one of the two. Is there a really good family thing or a really bad family thing? But it's something oh gosh, family Scott. All right. Uh, I'm on Denver. How much is Jamal Murray worth? I think he's worth some, but if there's one superstar in the league that can survive without a point guard, it's going to be Jokic because he had 29-13-10 and, and three quarters against New Orleans last game. Golden State can't guard him. I mean, if, if Draymond's out, they're going. Jokic can really kill this team in so many different ways, especially if Draymond's out. So the Warriors are nice, though. I'll give them that. They're 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 nice, but yeah, no, they're they're great. And uh, hold on, Jokic without Jamal Murray game log because. I don't know if you're ready for I this, remember had we a had a year, playoff series. He had a whole year without Murray, and he was a guy. Yeah, and we had a play, but we had a playoff series. I just want to see what he did against Golden State without Murray. But there was a playoff series where Golden State ran over them without Jamal Murray. I had the spread, but I remember Jokic had great numbers, but I had the one-and-a-half games. Yeah. They won in five. To be fair, Will Barton was in the starting lineup, so Denver had no chance of winning that series. So that's why I took the Warriors, but... Uh, okay, so the last game was... In Golden State, in the regular season, in Golden State, Denver did win 128-123 as a f- plus five-and-a-half-point dog. Damn, really? <laughs> How highly rated was Golden State last year? Oh, that was two years ago. Okay, that was two years ago. <sighs> it's in altitude. Yeah, I'll take Draymond might not play. It's, uh... I don't know. Steph has been really – like, Steph has been <laughs> – is Steph not oh, he's MVP, been great, leading MVP? Like, is he not leading I, MVP race right now? It's Jokic. It's not even close. What? I think oh, Curry's third. That's crazy. I would probably, Luka? if I had to vote right now, Jokic would be one, Luka would be two, and Curry would be three. Really? Jokic isn't even close. He's clearly MVP right now. Like I don't think it's even a discussion. Really? Huh. Jokic's numbers are absolute filth. I I, I got to pull those up, but no, Jokic, it's it's insane. You see the play? You see the tournament game against the Mavericks? Over the weekend, there's yeah, just absolute like, domination. Jokic is averaging, Jokic is averaging 28, game, 13, and 8 on 63% shooting. 63% shooting. 28, this is 13, literally the and 8. same numbers we say all the time. Like, he's good. He's really good. He's, he's going to win it if he stays healthy, especially after Embiid won it last year. Like, Jokic is going to win it. That's Curry's in there, though. Man. I'm not dismissing him. But. MVP right now, it's Jokic. Hmm. Oh no, thirty. Oh no, I don't know. Steph's like, but I get it. He does more. He does do more. He does more. I'm not saying Steph's bad. I have him in third place. Yeah, I don't know, man. His shooting is crazy this season. Insane. All right. Uh, It's such a low number in altitude, though. Denver's so good at home. Golden State's been good on the road too. 
I get it. But Denver's yeah, so good. They, yeah, it's, this would be just the ultimate road test for Golden State if they got this win. Oh, nah, I'm going to take Denver. Ah, I really want to take Golden State. I really want to sell myself on Golden State. But they're, defensively, if a couple of these guys don't show up and it's only Steph, they're not going to win. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take Denver. I don't like it, but I'll take Denver. All right, uh, best player in the league. Yeah, no, he is. I'm, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, I don't know. Steph is like, Steph is doing something at his age that's really, really crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm with you. Jokic is the best player in the league, but I just I'm in the I'm a firm believer. Not, I'm not going to go full hot take because we're at the 80 minute mark of the show. But Jokic right now, I've seen a lot of great basketball players. I miss the Jordan Prime. I miss the Shaq Prime for the most part. I call it Shaq in Miami, but still, I think Jokic might be a top two player in my lifetime. Okay, LeBron being one, I, I think he might be. I think he might be top two, at least for peak. I can't even describe what he's doing. This is just stupid how good he is at the game. I think he's a top two player in my lifetime. He's going to have to play longer for the career element of it. But for peak, this basketball player right now might be the best player I've ever seen. Probably behind LeBron, but probably second best I've ever seen. Just saying. I'll take Steph over threes, and we'll end it on that note. I'll take Jokic triple-double. Um, trying to think of what else I want. I can see Clay having a good game from three. Uh, well, if Clay has see. a good game, Denver screwed. If Clay has a good game, Denver screwed. <laughs> I think Chris Paul assist is worth a look in this game. If Draymond doesn't play, would that move Paul into the starting lineup, or would they move like Kaminga into the starting lineup? I have no idea. I, I don't want to say anything because Steve Kerr, like, it, it, it's okay. kind of a day of feel. But I think Paul might move into the starting lineup. But I, yeah, I I'll take Paul assist because I, I don't think Draymond's going to play. So. All right, this is like I've taken Denver a lot to start this season. They burned me a couple of times. So, are they bad against? The I like three. They've been winning every game by like fifteen recently. Well, we took a minus six against uh, Memphis, and that didn't work. Okay, that one I remember. That, that was lost, that was they the, lost the game one. to Minnesota. And, they got killed. Yep, they've covered every other did. game. I think. I think I've taken them both of those times. Have I? Yeah, I think I've taken them both of those times. Five and three still. Four and four for Golden State. That Memphis one really hurt me. I'm sorry. Memphis sucks. Okay. Lock and dog. And we'll do an underdog lineup really quickly and get out of here. We're way over on time. From a lock. I mean, we had 14 games. There's nothing we can do about it. Let's see here. <laughs> Spurs plus 10 and a half, man. Come on, man. The Knicks laying 10 and a half in the garden. No freaking way. No way. Spurs plus 10 and a half. That's my lock. For my dog. Is it Nets? It's probably Nets. Scott might pick Nets. I've been on the Nets consistently, and they've won me every time I've taken them. They've won me money every time I've taken them. Yeah, because they're undefeated against Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm saying right. money one. I'm saying even money one. They've they've won me the money oh, one bets. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, I'm you're gonna probably take them, and so I'm just gonna fade Dallas because I don't think Dallas is that good. And either my win total gets another win, or I win money tonight. So give me Toronto plus one sixty. All Over right. Uh, for my lock on the show, I got a couple of choices here. What I want to go with. 
I think I am actually going to do it. I'm going to take Denver minus three at home. Wow. I don't think Draymond's going to play. I think Draymond's not going to play. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. But I just think Denver in the altitude is just too much to deal with. So I think Denver is getting a very cheap number. Even I know Murray's a very good player. I get it. They can't. Nobody can guard Jokic. Once again, he's a top two player of my lifetime. So I can't really go against him at home laying three. I'll take Denver. I think they get it done. Might be a sweat for a bit. I think it's going to be close, but I think Denver eventually breaks away. They're going to dominate in the paint. No offense to Looney, but I really just don't see much help besides him in there. And I think they're looking at Denver taking care of business. So give me Denver minus the three is my lock for my dog. And that's money line. Uh, I'm going to go back to it. Uh, The Nets are undefeated when I've taken them as a dog on the show. So I'm not going to go against them. I said straightforward. I'm going to fade the Clippers constantly with James Harden, because I really don't think that this is going to work. And I think that they have to really reinvent their entire team. The Nets might not be a great team, but they're good enough to take advantage of a good team on a bad night. And I think I think the Clippers are going to have a bad night. As a result, I do think that the Nets are very live. Give me the Nets money line at plus 165. I kind of like parlaying our locks and dogs today. And... My, my bonus uh, lock would be the Hornets team total over, but I gave that out. I'm going to do a YouTube short in a bit, and that might be the play I pick. So I ended up going separately. All right, there we go. If you take our locks and our dogs, Denver minus three, Spurs plus 10 and a half, Raptors money line, Nets money line, 23 to one. I bet. I thought, I thought you said you were going to take the uh, first half full game thing as your dog. Oh yeah, that was that was in consideration. That's a bonus dog for you. Yeah, sure. Why not? Because I still I still do like the Thunder, even though that's so hard. Like it's so hard to pass that up. Come on now, even if it's against me, it's hard to pass that up. That's like plus five fifty. All right, underdog lineup. (sighs) Who sticks out? Jokic pra. Oh oh wow, my light just went up. It's gonna be massive. I mean, I, I've been on the rebounds and assists for Jokic all year, and that's cashed pretty easily. If you, if you want to look for like, yeah, we played it. We played it uh, last episode, and it hit. So I had it last game against the Pelicans that cashed in two and a half quarters. Twenty three rebounds and assists. Want to play that? That is pretty high. Uh, I was kind of hoping it was going to be it was around twenty two like, last game. One half. Twenty two last game. His PRA is fifty two and a half. You like Curry threes or points? Yeah, I like his threes. Okay, I'll go threes. What's that? Right. Like four and a half? Uh, well, let's see if I can even. Do they it might not have exist. They don't have. Yeah, they don't have stuff. Yeah, they don't have stuff. All right. I am. We got to take something from that Hornets game. Well, Melo okay. assist nine and a half. Yeah, sure. We had a triple double last game. Hornets. Uh, the Wizards are allowing the most assists per game in the league. All right. Lamelo if this game's getting to 250, Lamelo is putting up at least 10 assists. So. Oh, they have so many props. It's so hard to find anything. All right, here we go. 10. It's at 10. It's at 10? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't mind it. Let's go with an, uh, an, uh, Joel Embiid points. Yeah, that works. All right. Higher on Joel Embiid. 29 What's that number? Right? Points. 29 and a half. Okay. And give me something else. What's something else we like? You take taking LeBron against Dylan Brooks? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Pretty angle. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could be petty. And because this one off is crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, unless you want to go half. Today, we could it's go only 25 and a half. But. He's good for 26. Okay. All right. John Bead higher, 29 and a half points. LeBron James higher, 25 and a half points. LaMelo Ball higher, 10 assists. That is a three-pick contest in Underdog Fantasy. Use that promo code SGPN. That pays 6 to 1. See you all in the winter circle. Other, all right, we've gone extremely way far over. So sorry. But you got a lot of content, a lot of games. Appreciate all 65 of you who are in the chat. Make sure you like the video on your way out and everybody that comes through afterwards. Make sure you like the video before you go. And if you're listening through your ears, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast. Just going to do like this. We're out of here. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to. Give me, give me, give me the ball.